Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 1884, and I'm Dr. Neil, your host of the show. Hey there, welcome back to another special Friday edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I answer your questions. On the other days, I read health and fitness blogs to you, kind of like an audiobook. Now, if you want to know more about me and my background and my credentials, definitely check out next week's episode. That's because on the first Friday of every month, that's where I go into details about me, my background, my credentials, why I got into this field, and all that stuff. But I'm going to spare you from that, so let's hear today's question and start optimizing your life. Today's question came via email. Diana writes, Hi, Dr. Neil. I'm in my early 40s and have struggled with body image, diet culture, and disordered eating for most of my life. While seeking a healthy balance, I find it quite difficult to navigate the world of exercise. I tend to be a bit on the opposite end of the spectrum, where I feel I am exercising too much. My days and thoughts revolve around exercise, and I recognize that I have most likely swapped one addiction, disordered eating, for another, exercise. I have researched and read the signs of exercise addiction, but find myself in a unique gray area. I do not do things that are too difficult for me, but I overdo the things I do enjoy, making them much less enjoyable. I feel burnt out, tired, and like I have an unhealthy relationship with exercise, yet whenever I try to pull back, I hear or see another article or podcast about the benefits of routine exercise. Can you help me work towards some sort of pleasure, and balance. I don't want to injure myself, and I want to live a more intuitive life. Thank you kindly. Thank you so much for taking the time to send me your question, Diana, and thank you for being so open and honest. It sounds like you're wondering whether you have moved from experiencing an eating disorder to experiencing exercise addiction. It sounds like you've read quite a bit about it, but aren't sure if you're in a gray area. And at the same time, you also want to find your passion for exercise again. And you're right, exercise addiction is tricky to diagnose because, for one thing, it's not listed in the latest version of the go-to diagnosis handbook for psychiatrists and psychologists, what's called the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. 
or the DSM-5. The reason is because it hasn't been well studied. In fact, according to one researcher, there were only three published cases of individuals with an exercise addiction. Now here's the other problem. Think about a professional athlete. They are devoted to their craft and likely exercise multiple times a day, every day. But does this mean they have an exercise addiction? Or are they just exercising excessively? Exercising excessively does not mean there's an exercise addiction. Clear as mud, right? Now, even though it may not be officially recognized, exercise addiction is considered a type of behavioral addiction, like a gambling disorder, for example. Here are some of the behaviors that a healthcare practitioner might look for when determining whether an individual is over-exercising. Tolerance. Increasing the amount of exercise in order to feel a sense of accomplishment or to receive that same rush of endorphins. After a period of not exercising, a person experiences feelings of withdrawal like anxiety, irritability, restlessness, and sleep problems. The individual tries to cut back on their exercise but is unable to. Exercise gets in the way of meeting other responsibilities. A lot of time is spent preparing for, engaging in, and recovering from exercise. Exercise gets in the way of social relationships, a person's job, maybe it takes the place of other hobbies. And even though a person may know that many of the previously listed things are happening, they continue to exercise anyways. Now, there is another version of this called secondary exercise addiction. This is where someone uses exercise to lose weight and it usually presents along with an eating disorder. The treatment for someone that may be experiencing an exercise addiction is not to stop exercising altogether. This is because we know how good exercise is for the body. But let's say you take someone with a gambling disorder, stopping gambling would be acceptable. But with exercise addiction instead, the goal is to decrease the amount of exercise so it falls to within moderate levels. This would be like the 60 minutes of moderate to vigorous intensity activity most days of the week recommendation. One way to do this could be to switch up the types of exercises performed. So say someone believes they're addicted to running. Instead of running, they could try rowing or cycling or swimming. This may not only help cut back on the volume of exercise, but renew a person's passion for exercise. And as I mentioned earlier, there isn't a whole lot of research on what the most effective treatments are for someone that may experience exercise addiction. Some believe that besides changing the type of exercise, receiving some cognitive behavioral therapy from a trained professional may also be helpful. This is similar to how other addictions are treated. And if there's an underlying eating disorder, it's even more important to consult with a health professional. In fact, there are a couple of questionnaires that a healthcare provider can have you fill out to see if there's an exercise addiction. One is called the Exercise Dependence Scale, and another is the Exercise Addiction Inventory. So, the best thing to do is talk to your healthcare provider about what you shared with me. From there, they'll help guide you as to the best treatment options. But you can ask them whether changing the mode or type of exercise would at least be helpful in the short term. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 
93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Thank you again so much for taking the time to send in your question, Diana. Now, if you want to submit a question and have it answered right here on the show, you can email it just like Diana did to health at oldpodcast.com. If you want your voice heard on the show, you can call in your question. The number is 161-I-LOVE-OHD. That's 1-614-568-3643. Or you could submit your audio question by going to oldpodcast.com slash ask. All right, that's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily. Thank you so much for listening every day. Thank you for listening all the way through. And I'll see you back here over the weekend where your optimal life awaits.